If you're scared to ask for money, you'll never make money in real estate, period. Before we get started, I want you guys to go register now for the free webinar training on this topic. Go to bit.ly slash creative financing webinar to register now. That's bit.ly slash creative financing webinar. I have now done over $100 million in real estate transactions over the last 10 years and counting, going from a real teen mom with one daughter at the time, wholesaling and door knocking residential pre-foreclosure properties, to now national real estate investor with five children and four businesses, buying and selling residential and commercial properties. And I want you to do the same. So let's do it. Hey guys, this is your host, Taiyi. Welcome back to the Real Tea Talk Show with Taiyi. I wanted to let you guys know that today was my son's first birthday. Yay! So I'm so excited. He's one years old today and he is growing at the speed of lightning. I can't believe it. He already is walking. He's trying to talk. He has teeth like... This is just too much. So as many of you guys know, I am a mother, happily married millennial mom of five, and I couldn't be more excited that my son is happy, healthy, and well today, and he lived to see his first year, and I wish him many more. So on with today's show, since I know you guys, I can go on and on about the subject of babies because I love them so much, but I want to get into this very quick pretty self-explanatory topic. Today we're going to be talking about the types of buyers you want to work with when you're selling a contract or double closing on a real estate investment property. So I hope that you guys get out of this what I'm going to put in, which is some real key nuggets and bolts and nuts of kind of the types of buyers that you want to work with so you're not wasting time. Now, ideally, you want to work with investors who have cash or hard money. Now, this makes such an easier closing process, whether you're selling the contract or you're double closing. The overwhelming majority of time, though, when we wholesale properties specifically, we are working with what we called a C-end buyer who has cash or hard money to close the deals and get deals done. When you're working with a buyer, though, that has this traditional bank financing or like um, local bank backing them, there are some transactions that you will not be able to wholesale, just period, point blank. And there are others where you'll have to have a lot of communication with the lender just to make sure that it's in their underwriting guidelines that this type of transaction can actually happen. So we'll talk about that more so like when we discuss some of the funding options in a later episode and kind of how funding works on wholesale deals. But just the gist of today overall, I want you guys to know that when you're marketing your contract or you're looking to sell a wholesale deal, you really want to work with investors who have cash or hard money, especially when you're first starting out just to understand the standard process of selling a contract or rather assigning a contract, okay? Like I also wanna work with investors who are easy to work with as part of my criteria. And typically we really like to work with 
like more of the intermediate to more experienced investors, although we will wholesale properties to new investors. A lot of the times it's just easier, honestly, when you're working with someone who's experienced. Now, with that being said, though, there are pros and cons, like someone who's more experienced will sometimes negotiate a little more on the transaction in our experience, or they'll be a little more savvy about negotiating, and you just have to be prepared for that versus someone who's like totally new, who's going to ask a lot of questions maybe, or will sometimes delay closings. And you really just have to be aware of those things when you're working with investors that are more new investors. Now, ideally also we want investors who are going to do what they say they are going to do. They hold their word as bond, period. Now, people who are transparent is absolutely an advantageous quality to have and definitely a desirable trait in an investor. You want them to be transparent. Like this is what we do for a living. So we're going to be transparent to the buyers and to the sellers when we're working with them. So we want to make sure that whoever we're working with is also transparent with us and that they are not necessarily trying to resell our wholesale deal. Like we don't want to work with daisy chains or have someone who's filling out an assignment of contract and then goes and tries to resell that contract again. You don't want to get into a scenario. So like that's just not a good position, right? So you want to make sure the person you're working with is actually the um, the person you're working with, sorry, is actually the investor who is going to be buying the property. Okay. Then lastly, or maybe not lastly, but also in addition to that, you want to work with investors who can make decisions quickly. Okay. Like these are quick timelines that we're usually under, right? So like what makes wholesaling challenges sometimes, uh, like this whole concept challenging is, how much time you give yourself to close, right? You don't have a large buyer's list when you're first starting out, which is most people you know, in the business just getting their feet wet or doing their first or maybe next deal. So you want to give yourself a little more time in your contracts to close because you have to work with the buyer and make sure their funding is lined up right? So a little more time. What does that mean? That would look like a maybe 30 day close. 45 days is pushing it, but 30 days would be ideal when you're first starting out. And then you'll get to, you know, hopefully shorten that timeline to close once you become more experienced. Now, ideally, we're going to work with investors who can make decisions quickly. That is absolutely paramount in our business and in our model for when we're wholesaling deals. Now, we only wholesale maybe a third of our inventory that we get. We get a whole lot of wholesale deals, but we only wholesale really a third of them every month. Um, the other ones, we're really focusing on the buy and hold strategy that also can include um, the renovation process, which is awesome. It's a nice blend of both worlds, per se. But um, in general, those are the types of buyers that we like and prefer to work with when we're wholesaling properties. They really have, again, these very, very foundational but in 
important characteristics of being transparent. They're easy to work with. They make decisions quickly. They're somewhere in the intermediate to experienced range and they are hassle-free and they have funding that is vetted and using cash or hard money to close their deals. So I hope this guys puts this into perspective of who your buyer typically should be when you're marketing your contracts to assign them to an investor who ideally you want to be the end buyer, whether you're assigning the contract or double closing. Okay, so that's what I have for you guys today. I hope you got that out of today's message. Please like, share, subscribe to my channel. Ask me any questions by dropping them in the message. Click on that link below, wherever you may be tuning in from. And I'm more than happy to help you guys kind of sort through and navigate these waters of how to wholesale or assign contracts or deals for quick cash when you're first starting out or as part of your ongoing investment strategy to build and maintain your capital reserve as you invest in other projects and niches in real estate. Okay, so be great, live well, stay safe and sanitized. And I definitely, definitely want nothing but success and the best for you guys. Until next episode, stay tuned. Are you interested in learning more about how you can apply these same principles and strategies to create or enhance your existing real estate investing business as well? Well, register now for the free webinar training at bit.ly slash creative financing webinar. That's bit.ly slash creative financing webinar for more tips, tricks, and support along that path so that you can learn the process and prosper. Until then, tune in to the next episode.